What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 427th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ, here recording on a Friday, not a Sunday, because Porygon Day is throwing a wrench, throwing a 404 into things. Um, That's pretty good. Was it? That's a, a good 404, 404 is not found. Yeah, because I think like, you want a four oh three. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Will, <laughs> Will is here. Uh, we got to speed run this because, as I mentioned, my cat is at the veterinarian. The veterinarian closes at six p.m. Uh, I do want do not want to pay pay have to pay for the cat to stay there overnight. Thank you. All Thank right, you. all right. Well, uh, Greg also here. Hello, I am also here, as you have just heard. How's your cat? Non-existent. Well, <laughs> my dog. My that's, dogs are good. I mean, that's your choice. It's a good choice. Although, cause I, t- I told you that I changed my office, my work office. So I'm trying to get the dogs used to that there's a room up here they can come visit me in. And it has been a week of chaos. They so wait, now you change. have a podcasting office and a work office? Yes. How luxurious. Wow. Well, I wish I had two offices. I know. Look, what's it like better, to be rich, Mister Scrooge McDuck? Make better choices with your life. So, <laughs> yeah, don't come to Minnesota. Number one. Oh, excuse me. This has been the greatest moment of your life. <laughs> no, the so before or after the pandemic, <laughs> I know. Before. The last six months living in the, yeah. my high tower alone have been fantastic. There's like this tiny room that they quote unquote call the bedroom, which it like nobody can sleep in there. Uh, and it was Brent's home office for a while, and then he moved downstairs. And then when this whole situation became more permanent than I wanted it to be, I took over that room so I could have a place for so my you have computer. Three offices? Well, I mean, if you count the living room and office for Brent, because he sits in the living room and does his work <laughs> down there, sure. I feel every day I learn more about your husband. <laughs> I learn more about his palace. We have wow. four, we bought a four bedroom house. It was way too big for us. Dang. We got some Pokemon news. Uh, I don't think anything breaking is going to happen on Saturday or Sunday before this normally we record, but there was news this morning. There was? New raid stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess we'll talk about it, but by the time this podcast comes up, goes up on it'll Monday, be it'll be over, so might as well talk about it still. But yeah, we have some pretty basic Pokemon news for the week, and then we'll get out of here. And hopefully you guys are, well, I was going to say, you could listen to this for Porygon Day, but that also happens on Sunday. The podcast <laughs> comes out on Monday. That doesn't really work. No. I said this at the end of last week's episode. I'll say it at the beginning of this week's episode before we jump into news. But there is a giveaway for a Nintendo Switch Lite and a copy of Pokemon Sword or Pokemon Shield. Uh, all you have to do is, I don't know, you get entries for everything you <laughs> All you got to do is, I don't know, um, you get uh, entry for... Like, follow, subscribe, refer Twitter, to three friends. YouTube, uh, Ring that Twitch. Bell. The more you do, the more entries you get. Uh, that kind of stuff. If you're subscribed on Twitch, you get bonus entries. If you're in the Slack, uh, you'll be getting bonus entries. If you're in the Discord, you'll be getting bonus entries. Um, and if you sign up for our mailing list, you also get bonus entries. I don't know. Look, look. It's free. If you want it. Enter. If you don't, move on with your life. 
Well, and also, since this episode comes out on Monday morning, Greg, it was so nice to see you yesterday at brunch and to do Community Day together. I just had a wonderful time, and I wish we could see each other more often. I do, too. Such a lovely day for a Porygon Day. Lived in the same city. Listen, Steve. (laughs) Uh There's a reason why I was just nice to Greg. Period. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Speaking of your city, Will, <laughs> we'll get into some Pokemon news here. This is uh, off PokemonCenter.com. Also, Brandon from our Slack community sent this in. This is for you, Will. They heard, they listened, Bear Walker Premium Skateboards Series 2 are coming. All right, let me know when you're ready for my problem with this particular situation. Uh, go describe <laughs> the whole deal. Go go through the spiel. All right, all right. Bear Walker is a master craftsman of carved wood skateboards, partnering with Pokemon Center to create a second series of five limited edition 29-inch skateboards. Uh, each skateboard design features one of the world's most popular Pokemon. You know, I'm not a fully agreeing with that sentence of the most popular Pokemon, but maybe that's there's some truth to that. That's really all we know. We don't know how many uh, boards, like, there there are five boards. They're not saying there are only one of each board. There's some pictures here, and it looks like there's... Yeah, um, the pictures had stacks of boards Yeah, it looks like maybe shelves. 100, So it looks like there's plenty, yeah. They did sell out. So this is Series 2. Series 1 sold out. Sold out in less than a day, I think. Uh, and you haven't been able to get them since. And I want to say they were close to like, like $180, $200 uh, a yeah, board. Yeah, most likely. All you will. Okay, issue, uh, there's a, a major issue that applies to everyone and a minor issue that applies to Will Anderson. Major issue. <laughs> Unlike most skateboards you will find out in the world... The art, the carved Pokemon, the, the, the art is lovely, beautiful. The, the Rayquaza, I think every single person who's looked mm-hmm. at it has said, wow, that's fantastic. Yep. The Toxtricity, debatable, world's most popular Pokemon. Either way, the art is on the side of the skateboard. For the uninformed, I will say where you put your feet. For your normal skateboarders, I will say where you would cover it with grip tape. You can't use these skateboards to actually skateboard, no matter what they put in the pictures advertising for these skateboards. I Fundamentally, I do not like skateboards that are produced as art pieces and not to be used as actual skateboards, even if I am spending $200 for the board. So that's that's the one issue. The, the Will Anderson issue is I have recently decided... To improve, as a self-improvement, world improvement thing, number one, meatless Mondays, I'm trying not to eat any meat on Mondays at all. How does that apply to skateboards? Not at all. But (laughs) going hand in hand with that, I'm doing no spend Tuesdays. What? Wherein I don't spend any money on Tuesdays. And these boards are coming out on a Tuesday. I mean, so... What happens on Wasted All Wednesday? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> if they're still in stock, I'll be buying a Toxtricity skateboard. But man, the timing of this was just designed to make me unhappy. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I have a, a, a couple things. Number one, it is really weird uh, to see Umbreon and not Espeon. I can't Why? think Why? People about... like Umbreon. Nobody likes Espeon. Nobody likes Espeon. <laughs> I can't... There's, there's not... I mean, maybe if we go back 18 years or however long um, Umbreon and Espeon have been out 19 years... They're always together. So for Umbreon to get a board and Espeon not to get a board seems a little weird. Uh, spoiler alert for Series 3. Maybe. Yeah, I don't even remember go. what was in Series 1. It was Gengar, Charizard, Pikachu, Mewtwo, and there was another one. It's Espeon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was Espeon. Um, there's a Toxtricity here. Uh, there's a Rayquaza. There's uh, Espeon. There's Mew. And then because we they needed the most radical extreme pokemon ever togepi. <laughs> is... Hey, that togepi board is cute. Yeah, it's it cute. is cute. There's nothing on the underside of these boards though. Will makes a great point. Exactly, right? The art is supposed to go on the wheel side and then it's supposed to be relatively plain on the feet side cuz you're going to cover it with grip tape. Well, I mean, there is grip tape on it if you like uh, well, Toxtricity has little to no... If if you want the board with the most grip tape, you're probably going to go with Mew, right? Because that has... If you look closely at it, it is like the um, dotted... I don't remember. No, 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 no. This this art is a bas relief. There is That is not yeah. grip tape. That is texturing, sure, but that's not made out of that sandpapery stuff that's going to grind the bottom of your shoes off that I need for grip tape. Oh, Gyarados. I, I, Gyarados yeah. was the last one. Gyarados. I totally also agree with Will. These are like art pieces. Mm-hmm. But why Why are we putting wheels on and trucks on them? Just just sell me the board. Like, I have purchased <sighs> boards for art to hang I on the wall. I hate you. You are the worst kind of person. <laughs> you are promoting this lifestyle. But I... But when you buy a board for art, you don't need the hardware. You just need the board. True. And the hardware here, trucks, wheels, bearings, that's like $80 right there. Well, they don't come with that stuff. You you only get the deck, right? No, you get the you get a, you get it all. You get what is you get the wheels, the 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 truck, you get it all. You get it assembled. I mean, I Oh, it's a complete. Differ. Okay. Yeah, all of these people in dress pants seem to be skateboarding just fine in these pictures. They look like they are going to work, a thing that doesn't happen anymore, in their khakis and very clean shoes. Ah, well, little secret for you, Greg, which is something I've recently (laughs) discovered myself, is that the actual traditional skateboarding pant is Dickies. Like Dickies uh, trousers, not jeans. Trousers? Well, I don't know what the word is for it. I don't want to call them chinos. I don't think they're chinos. No, they're definitely not chinos. Dickie's slacks. Yeah, yeah, they're slacks. Slacks. So that's why they look like that. I mean, they're just not regular old pants. Dickie's pants. I mean, I got them now, too, because I'm a skateboarder. Did <laughs> you get them from the website? <sighs> Either way. I'm excited, disappointed, saddened by my choice to not spend money on Tuesdays. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> These boards are beautiful. They go against a lot of my philosophies when it comes to buying skateboards because I feel that people who buy skateboards as art make the boards themselves more expensive. Girl skateboards 
at the at the same time that this was announced, Girl, Girl Skateboards, the brand, not yeah, like that's what do you think <laughs> I was saying? Uh, well, people who don't know skateboards might think like, what? Why, why are you? I, saying didn't, I didn't say skateboards for women. I said Girl Skateboards is a brand of skateboards. Right, my Girl fa- is the name literal, of the brand. You want to get something for Will Anderson for Christmas? If you buy him something from Girl Skateboards, you'll get to put a smile on his face because Girl Skateboards is my skate company. Either way. I'm currently writing an Andrew Brophy top secret girl skateboard. They, at the same time, this announcement about the Bear Walker Pokemon Center collaboration, literally within minutes, announced that they're they're releasing a set of Sanrio decks. Yeah, that hurts. Which are I also stuff. It was also a Tuesday. Who I could is not get Walker? the Bats Maru. Girl <gasps> skateboard deck. <laughs> I want it so bad. Wait, what? Is that real? It's sold out already, dude. It's a girl skateboard sellout like on the same day. I just, I yeah, love Bat- they they have a they have a Karopi. They have Bats Maru. They have Hello Kitty. They don't have Gudetama. If they had had Gudetama, I would have broken my my oh, the note spend Tuesday. Is the best, isn't it? Awesome. Oh, man, I don't skateboard, and I have no desire to, but... Oh, you could stick it on your wall like an art piece, like Mr. SBJ, jacking up the prices of skateboards. Let's talk about some more merchandise here. This is off Silicon Era, new Pokemon Center merchandise featuring popular trainers from Sword and Shield. This is, so far, only in Japan, although I I actually assume that this will eventually come to the United States. This new set will... Feature acrylic standees from Rayhan, Nessa, Piers, Marnie, and Leon. Lineup includes keychains, towels. Okay, I don't, the towels are not coming to the United States. It's dock covers, iPhone cases, backpack, sweater, special theme towel. Again, I don't, you know, out of everything I just named, don't think the towels are coming. And plush dolls. Pre-orders for these will begin September 24th. Merchandise will launch September 26th, specifically for the Japanese Pokemon Center. And then other characters in this lineup have include Volkner, Erica, N, Serena, May, Emmett, and Ingo. If you don't know who Emmett and Ingo is, I bet Will does. Battle Subway. E from yeah. Black and White. I know who they are. Well, you don't express week after week that Black and White is your favorite games. No, because uh, Hoenn games are his favorite games. Yeah, so when, when there's a Hoenn thing, I set Greg up for success here. Oh, there you go. You have never set any of us up for success. <laughs> I just set Will up for success. <laughs> <laughs> there's also um, a Ray Han sweater, a Kabu towel, a Marnie backpack. When you say sweater, do you mean hoodie or do you mean sweater that's actually something knit? Because that's something that drives me up the wall around this part of the country here. I am reading from Silicon Era. Uh, It looks to me as a pullover is what I would call it with a hood. No zip. So, but it's made out of sweatshirt material. Uh, Sure. I I would call that a hoodie. Why do people in this part of the country call those sweaters? They're not sweat. Sweaters are knit from yarn. Period. Who ca- well, who calls a hoodie a sweater? I, plenty of people I know around here. I would call a. I would say a hoodie needs a zipper. No, you're incorrect. A hoodie is a sweatshirt material 
top that has a hood on it. Zip or no zip? Correct. I don't like. I don't like the no zip. I need the Look, zip. That's your personal preference. That doesn't change the nature of the item. <laughs> Is the Ryan hoodie legit? Uh... If there's one thing besides girl skateboards that Will Anderson loves, it's hoodies. I got a closet with like literally 20 hoodies. <laughs> I got a hoodie for Where every day it? of the month. I have just realized that I have more hoodies than I have pairs of underwear. How, how, what? How? How what? Oh, it is legit. It's pretty good. Yeah, the Ryan is pretty good. Oh, it's the dragon. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Pass. Too gimmicky. Nah. Yeah, it is gimmicky. It is. It's yeah. very gimmicky. It's 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 a lot. I don't hate it though. I like the t-shirts. It, it it's a hoodie you would buy at Hot Topic in the moment. Mm-hmm. And no, you'd wear I it would like not. once or twice, and then you'd be like, mm, "It's not really comfortable." It's kind of stands out. It's like the hoodie I bought at Pokemon Worlds, and I wore it once, and I was like, this is actually really ugly. Which hoodie did you get at Worlds? The one with all the, it's like beige, and it's like everybody's like running around looking at fossils. It's not a solid oh. color, and it's not black. Yeah. And I also think I should have gotten it as an extra large, not a large, mm. but whatever. Choices were made. Poor choices. Someone will receive that hoodie as a donation someday. All right, this is off Pokemon.com, September 16th. Yeah, okay, so I had to double-check the date. Uh, it was recently this week. Alcremi, VMAX, Dreadnought, VMAX, Galarian, Cursula, V, and more in Pokemon TCG. Champion's Path. Champion's Path will uh, arrive officially September 25th. I am more than positive that Walmart and Target does not care, and if they have them in stock, they're putting them on shelves. <laughs> so it is possible you could find them early. I do expect that this set will be relatively harder to find than other sets. So you have, and you cannot get the set in pure booster bat pot. You cannot get the set in pure booster packs or a booster box. You can only get them in like blister packs or um, pin collections. Uh, or something, or Elite Trainer Boxes. So we have a Cursula V, we have Alcremi V, we have Alcremi VMAX, Dreadnought VMAX, Waylord V. Uh, these are all cards that have been in past Japanese sets that have already arrived. This is a limited set, like Hidden Fates, or like um, Dragons Exalted, or like Shining Legends. So there will only be about 70 cards in this set to complete. And there is, from my understanding, a shiny Charizard in the set, as well as the rainbow rare Charizard VMAX in the set. If you want your sets to sell, I, well, look, they didn't need the Charizards for this set to sell, I don't think, but now there's two Charizards, so I don't know, I don't know what the value will end up being for either of these yet, because obviously the, they're not out yet, but they come out soon. And it's not a complete release on September 25th. I think Elite Trainer Boxes and I think some of the pin collections come out the 25th and then there are a different pin collections that come out in like November. Um, so it's not, it's, it's not like if you miss out here, you won't have an opportunity in the future. Should be opportunity in future. Uh, we talked about this last week. We'll talk about it again here. Players Cup 2. 
Registration is still open until about Thursday afternoon. So if you're doing if you if you're doing your raids, if you're doing your dailies, you're thinking about participating, you gotta sign up in where it says sign up under versus under participate in ongoing events. You do one match, you get fifty battle points. Uh you have to complete the match. Uh you could bring Squavit, Rickety, Wooloo. Lose your match, get your fifty battle points when when it's done. If you want, wait, no Pokeball T-shirt, no, 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 no. T-shirt for Players Cup. Pass, pass. Fifty battle points. That's w- at least one mint, I think. Yeah, you can find those for free now. Only well, if you don't have the expansion, you can't. There's no Mint Island in Bay- <laughs> Base Sword and Shield. <laughs> How's your bitterness level for what Series Five? Yeah, still very high. So they haven't made it so that I can practice in-game yet? Nope. Nope. They haven't responded to my demands? Nope. Or lack thereof? Uh, Nope. They are still running with Series 5 altogether. (sighs) I I heard this from some other people. I think the intention was it to be Series 6, as there was in Pokemon Home said Series 6. And elsewhere said Series 6, and other places then said Series 5, and then they had to tweet saying, we apologize for the confusion, it's Series 5. But the thing I heard, somebody selected the wrong rules, because anyone can make a tournament, right? You can go in, people do this all the time, like r slash Stunfisk, or r slash VGC, or people's discords, or... um YouTubers or streamers have made tournaments. You can make a tournament and you can set the rules, right? You can set singles, you can set doubles, you can set six Pokemon, four Pokemon, three Pokemon. What I'm assuming is whoever at the Pokemon company needed to make this tournament didn't download the Series 6 rules and they just started the tournament with Series 5 and they probably, maybe, didn't want to cancel it because then people who signed up there's, so the, the issue is there's no way to notify people that, hey, we messed up. You need to re-sign up after people have signed up. Like, you can't push a notification in-game. And you can't just assume that all your players use Twitter. Check No one checks Pokemon.com. <laughs> and you can't assume everyone uses Twitter or people use check their emails or stuff. So I guess it would be unfair to however many people signed up before they realized, oh, this should be Series 6. We can't cancel because how are we going to tell these people that we rejected their entry and they have to re-enter again? That seems really weak. Like, they're in-game news, there's email, there's messages, like... Yeah, I agree. They could do it. That, like, that just seems it's like... Not, it's they, not that they, hard. They, they have people who, like, are, like double checking before you hit enter or like before it's published and made production to say, all right, did we do is, does all this check off with what we expected? And if you went in and you were rejected, like there's a million ways to do that. Like they, if, if it was unintentional, they could fix it, right? They could fix it. And there's no way to say they they would have no way to reach all of them. I mean, they could definitely send out and do their best efforts to catch most of them people yeah but so (laughs) like how many people are not gonna be able to play at that point like we're not talking like it's the end of the world it's getting 50 
battle point. It, it seems that if it was truly a mistake, they could go through lengths of fixing it and not have it be that hard. Um, instead of forcing like everybody to be super dissatisfied with the outcome. They're not good at communication. <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean, if I, if I was in charge, I would say cancel it. Let's do our best efforts to let people know if they sign up, they have to re-sign up through Twitter, through email, through the website. Yeah, I mean, that's, they, they notified people that the tournament was happening. Those same people are going to be paying attention to the same channels. But uh, I don't know, what is it, like one, two, three, ten people probably in charge of this tournament? And I'm assuming one of them says, ah, it's probably not that big of a deal. Without realizing, like, you, you also... You might think it's not that big of a deal, but also we have no way to par- we have no way to practice for this without using showdown, which they will never acknowledge or want to talk about. And even when you go to True. showdown, even when you go to show, here's the other problem that we didn't bring up last week. Even if you go to showdown, you're not guaranteed to play against series five teams. There's nowhere on showdown that does that. Like I think there are two there are two ladders and one is like VGC twenty and then the other is like battle spot doubles. And I think Smogon, when this happened, said you if you wanna practice for series five, go to VGC twenty twenty channel. And if you wanna practice if you wanna do practice for series six, go to battle spot doubles. And that's fine. But nothing is stopping somebody from go- using a Series 6 team in a s- in when you're trying to practice for Series 5. And I would argue, and probably a lot of competitive people would argue, that Series 6 teams, not are, they're not, not as good, but Series 5 teams are better, I guess, or more competitive than a Series 6 team. That's why they were banned, right? Like, they took the top Pokemon and they banned them. And so if I'm playing a team that didn't include the top Pokemon, I feel like I'm at an advantage. And I feel like th- like me beating the team, sure, is probably fine. But also, like, I don't need to know how to beat Primarina or Volcarona. Like, I need to know how to beat Togekiss, Dragapult, uh, Torkoal, Rillaboom. So, like, it almost feels like that battle is kind of a waste of time because it's not what I need to practice against. Like, Will suggested last week you practice against friends. Yeah, you can. But if they're not, if, if Dragapult is giving you trouble and you go to Showdown and no one's using Dragapult because they're like, ah, I'm using my Series 6 team, like, that doesn't really help in what you need practice on. It's, it's dumb. <laughs> Choices were made. They were all poor. Yeah, I feel like no one really wins here. <laughs> well, there will be a winner. Yep. It's just in the game that they didn't want to play. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, we have uh, a little bit more news. Pokemon of the week, uh, question of the week, and uh, we will be right back. So you're wearing a hoodie right now as well. But... Well, it's one of those ones with the zip. Do you call them a hoodie or do you call them a zippy? Zip, 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 zippy. Zippy. Oh, they also used the wrong word for sweater, too. Uh, Have you all heard of the term zippy? Zippy. 
We are back from our break. Sorry, Will. Not a lot of time to knit this week. Pokemon <laughs> Masters news is very light. Well, very. this week, news alert for the crochet along that we're all doing this week was Gauge Swatch Week. Uh, you only had to do five rounds. Everybody in the group that I'm working with has completed their Gauge Swatch, except for Maddie. Maddie on the move has not received her yarn yet, so she gets an exception. Uh, so there's not much to do anyways. Go ahead. All right. Well, uh, Lily and Clefairy have been added to Spotlight. Uh, Guzma and Berg have been added to Spotlight. Uh, Sabrina and Caitlin have been added to Spotlight. Uh, Gladion is now in Spotlight. Lusamine still in Spotlight. Uh, you can get Signasud Red also still in Spotlight. Hey, Signasud Leaf is still in Spotlight. And Signasud Blue is also in Spotlight. If you want to give DNA your money, oh boy, have they provided you options. <laughs> <laughs> the only other Masters news is, which one is it? Azelf? Yeah, Azelf. Azelf, Azelf. Azelf, Azelf uh, is the legendary battle arena boss. I would actually argue that it's pronounced Azelf. Yeah, maybe. Get the thing. Because it's I'm, me, I'm, you, and us. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. It's usually on my desk. I don't see it right now. Where else would it be? You're such a neat freak, dude. Yeah. I know, but I was, I was, I was taking Instagram pictures. And I had a clear, oh, my! it's dead. I got to charge it. We'll come back. We'll circle uh, back. This is the worst. You are completely unprepared. I was unprepared for how to say Azelf's name. All right. As, as, we're, waiting for the, as we're waiting for that to charge, uh, move, on to our, <laughs> move on to our next mobile okay. game here. Did you finish the family storyline? I have not started the family storyline yet. What? I have till the end of the month. What? I, you you wasted your time watching the anime. Yeah, look, I I was I was eating B dubs, Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings. Who can Irene that. Irene was like, we should watch something, and I said, well, I want to watch. Is can we watch Pokemon Journeys? And she said, oh yeah, cool, let's do that. I didn't know what else I wanted to watch, so I put on the Sun and Moon anime <laughs> as I waited because I couldn't start an episode of Journeys without her. Which is where I learned that, uh, spoiler for the Sun and Moon anime from four years ago, that Lusamine's Clefable was actually Lily's original Clefairy, and Lily was upset that Lusamine evolved her Clefable without her permission. Well, but how'd she get her hands on it? You don't just, you're like, walk away from your Pokemon and somebody else snatches it, Team what? Rocket. Isn't that all, what the last 20 years of Pokemon is? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just more bad mom behavior, right? Yeah, yeah. They do a really, well, I mean, I've only seen like one or two episodes with Lusamine, but her voice actor is really good, and they um, they do like a really good job of making her a bad mom, but like, sh like she's oblivious to it. Yeah, I mean, the anime, she's a very watered down bad mom. Like, there's a lot of people who rightly so say that the anime was designed to try to redeem Lusamine's character. Because she's definitely not... 
She's definitely portrayed more as uh, I'm an overworked mom and I'm really doing all these things and it's just I'm oblivious to it instead mm-hmm. of the game, which is like, no, she's malicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so a lot of people are get upset that the anime really goes out of its way to try to redeem that character for marketing reasons. And I think I, I get it, but yes. She's still a bad mom, but not yep. the terrible mom she is in the games. It's also different universes. So, come on, folks. You can tell different stories True. in different places. Yep. Trust me, Disney's The Little Mermaid has minimal reflection of the original Hans Christian Andersen. <laughs> Correct. Imagine multiple Spider-Men are in one movie. That was a good movie, man. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> I need to watch that again. I'll come over. Okay. Porygon Day has come and gone. Probably already did it. Uh, it was from September 20th to 11 to 5. Porygon. I know. Greg and I had a great time. We, we had a great time. We each got 15 shiny Porygons. It just wild, out of my ears, Porygons. Lucky, shiny, triple XP. Uh, get the exclusive move, try attack. Uh, there will be a com- there was a community today uh, exclusive Porygon themed special research for a dollar. I don't look if I'm gonna play for more than. I would say if I played for more than an hour, I feel like the dollar is worth it. In my opinion, it's only a dollar. Your point. <laughs> I don't know. If isn't you're playing like, all, what, if you're playing all isn't six, isn't that one of your entire meals at McDonald's? Though, like you are saying, it's true. I am giving up a meal at McDonald's for a Porygon day. N- I mean, maybe I'm like super jaded still from like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm always jaded, but I feel like I'm jaded when it comes to the 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 free to play Pokemon Go players that like need to let you know at all costs that they're free to play. And they play all three to six hours of a community day. They can't spend that dollar. They're free to play. You know. Well. How could they? If if they pay, it's not free anymore, is it? Your time is worth something, Greg. <laughs> well, yeah, our time is worth t- something. My time is We're worth something. We're also not free to fr- play players. <laughs> why, am I, why am I paying them to eat up my time? Because you're having fun? Am I? Because games are fun. Okay. Uh, All games are fun. All games are fun. That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of fun... Oh, sorry. uh, Mega Pidgeot. (laughs) Wait, that was... Maybe that transition was planned. Did we we hit the goal? Are we getting Mega Pidgeot? Good. We hit the goal. Mega Pidgeot, as of this... As of Friday, as of an hour ago, Will and Greg, uh, Mega Pidgeot is available in raids. You should be able to okay. find it. It's there. Yeah. Another Mega Pokemon that you can get. Okay, moving on. Uh, this is off Pokemon.com. This was the breaking news this morning. Celebrate the seasonal equinox in Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield with Pokemon that evolve with the Moonstone and the Sunstone. I'm not. What's an equinox? This is a dumb question. It is the time of the year when both day and night are of equal length. Got it. I thought it was when the sun, the moon goes in front of the sun. That is an equi- That's eclipse. That's an eclipse. Oh, okay. Does that happen? That actually a lunar, solar? Solar eclipse. Yeah. September's seasonal equinox is upon, almost upon us, trainers. This day, 
The day that grants us with... Oh, it says here in the... You think I would read these articles ahead of you time. You think? The day that grants... I looked at this article for like three hours this morning making a graphic for it. That is true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> this day that grants uh. us equal parts daylight and darkness is being commem- commemorated in Sword and Shield with a Max Raid Battle event from Thursday, September 17th to Sunday, September 20th. You will encounter raids that feature the evolved featuring Pokemon that will evolve either using a Moonstone or a Sunstone. During this event, be on the lookout for Moonstone Pokemon like Clefable, Wigglytuff, and Musharna, and Sunstone Pokemon like Blossom, Whimsicott, and Lilligant. And if you're extremely lucky, trainers... Extremely, not lucky, extremely lucky. Be clear. You might even encounter a shiny Clefable. Fourth month in a row, they've done like a weekend raid event. Yeah. Is it? What was last month? Last month was Pikachu for Pikachu Upgrade. Right, 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 right. And then the month before that was Waylord. Correct. Oh, no, this is the third one. And then way back in the day, they did the Magikarp. Yeah. So Magikarp, oh, yeah, Waylord. Yeah. Yep. So this is the fourth one, but third in a row. And technically the Equinox is on the 22nd. My still minor complaint is I feel like it just should be one day longer. Uh, some people might not be able to get to play until Sunday night, and it ends 5 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights. I don't see why going into Monday is such a bad thing. Uh, because if people really cared, they would put their effort towards the things that are important. Again. They have to cut it off so that kids can do their homework before school oh on gosh. Monday. Look, Pokemon Company, I can't drop everything. One, not even a full, they announced this <laughs> this morning. They didn't even give us a heads up. They never give us a heads up on this. No. They just drop it and go, hope you're free this weekend. <laughs> this is a lesson. To everybody that sometimes you need to let things go. Or it's also a lesson on time management. If you really want it, you'll make time. The only thing that bugs me is they keep doing it over community day weekend. Yep. They keep that. That's kind of annoying. I'm surprised the Players Cup 2 is next week and not this week because they would do that too. They'd be like, Players Cup this week and community day and a raid event. (laughs) I mean, the Venn diagram of everybody who wants to do those things is not a circle, necessarily. Mm, if it is, I'm like one of the few that are in it. <laughs> well, you're in the meaty parts. That's true. It's a cool uh, It's a cool event. Um, Cerebi is reporting that it is the same as Waylord, which was a 1 in 50 chance, a 2%. So not as generous as Pikachu, which was, I think, 8%. And I believe Magikarp was also 8%. Although... Uh, people did complain that Waylord and Pikachu were a little harder to catch. I think they were species catch rate. Mm. Uh, and it's magic. I'm sure Magikarp was actually species catch rate as well, except Magikarp's like pretty hard not to catch. <laughs> yeah, it's super easy to catch a Magikarp. Um, so, uh, Cerebi did say that it seems that if you are the host of Clefable, you are a guaranteed catch. And if you are the guest of somebody you have uh, a, a very high increase, but not guaranteed, which was uh, very different than the Whale Lord. Uh, also, just because we're talking about max raids, uh, there was 
uh, a really good Reddit post. I want to say I can't remember if it was on r slash Pokemon Sword and Shield or r slash Pokemon Sword Shield with no and. Um, and I don't have it in front of me right now, but they did, I think, 170 raids and tested with the Dusk Ball. Their data showed that a raid is not considered a cave. And so the Dusk Ball was not getting increased odds. And what is what's that word where people believe something just because urban legend uh uh, it's like specious reasoning is that is that what it is sure that sounds like a nice thing because so many people play in the evening the dust ball is boosted when you play in the evening right because it works in caves or it works when it's after like 6 p.m 6 p.m 7 p.m whenever the lichen rock thing is over 7 p.m because i think lichen rock thing is yeah six to seven six isn't it five to six? Oh, five to six, yeah. So 6 p.m. would be night. Yeah. So they their data, and I can't really find this anywhere, it's just a bunch of data that is that they, they did on Reddit says that the max raid dens are not considered a cave, but a dust ball would be effective if you're in a max max raid den at night. But also just use a repeat ball. Because <laughs> a repeat ball <laughs> Or just use a ball that you want, because it's just data. Exactly. Take that with a grain of salt. I didn't do the research. I read it, though. seemed very thorough. They did a lot more raids than I, than I would have probably done, too. <laughs> Tried to track down that stuff. So that stuff always is always is always cool to see. Just like people are, that are like, ah, I'm just going to calculate this. Maths. It's just for calculating how you can catch Pokemon. There you it go. has no That's other purpose for all in your you life. kids who said, I, when you were in school and you're like, I have no use for this mathematics, you're wasting my time, well, haven't you been proven wrong? <laughs> you, too, can see how easy it is to catch the Pokemon. Other bit of news here is off Nintendo Wire. New articles, like a week old, but new Cafe Mix. I figured, I just, I was like, we should probably talk about Cafe Mix. <laughs> I have stopped playing. Are getting more events. Um, so the current event going on right now that actually ends, I believe, on Monday uh, is the Torterra event. The what? Torterra. You know the 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 Pokemon with a tree on its back. Yeah, but that that's too big to fit in that little cafe. Well, it could be on the outside part. Maybe mm. the cafe is on the Torterra. Oh, it's turtles all the way down. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Okay. Got it. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> St- Steve has no idea what that <laughs> no, is a reference not. to. No, and I that's don't. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> Last article here. I'm already annoyed by the writer of this article. Off Nintendo Life. I did post this on our subreddit because I originally found it on Reddit and then I shared it to our subreddit, r slash super effective. Is there an instruction manual for using Reddit? Because all the kids are on there these days. I yeah, just can't get uh, that. I can't figure that thing out. Step one is you have to love wasting time. Uh, step yep. two is you have to uh, be able to see really dumb things get upvoted. And then yep. uh, just accept that they're just these people love being wrong. And number three is uh, you have a high... Uh, not read the comments, but that's what I makes mean, that's, it. That's not my... So my issue with Reddit is it's like, I open the Reddit app and I'm like, the I want to see what... The one that's on my phone. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, I want to see what's going on with it's super r slash it's super effective. No, just and super effective. No, it's. Uh, well, that may be half my problem, but it's like, I'm like, I, I search and I look and I'm like, I know it exists. <laughs> Please gotta, take me there. You got to, you got to subscribe to the subreddit, right? I think I did. And then you got to, so then when you go to the Reddit app, then you have your like news and then you have your home and then you have your popular, the new, the home is like your Twitter feed. It shows you all the posts aggregated. From the subreddits you're subscribed to. No, it shows me a bunch of posts from things I never subscribed to. The, 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 right. R slash science? I have no interest in that. No, then, then you're under the news. Then you're under the no, news. No, I zone. am on home. I understand how an underline works oh. on an iPhone screen, <laughs> sir. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So when you sign up for Reddit, it, it auto subscribes you to a bunch of really bad subreddits like R slash games, which is possibly. No, that's impossible. Nothing is worse than r slash Pokemon. But I would say r slash games or video is it r slash video games or is it r slash games is is probably second worse. Let me give you the good ones. R slash uh, hold my juice box. That one's good. R slash crappy design. Also good. Um, r slash well, that sucks. Pretty good. R slash what could go wrong. Also very good. But sometimes... Could be bad because sometimes what could go wrong is somebody getting very seriously injured, and I don't want to see that. So you just got to be a little careful with that one. R slash gadgets is pretty good. R slash legal advice, very bad, but still fun to read. How do I get R slash super effective? You go to the search, and then you just type in uh, But I subscribed to it. Why isn't there just a button for me to say, this is the one I subscribed to. Let me go to that one. Well, you can favorite it. You got to go to your communities then, which is the like four squares. Yeah, I see that. And, and then, there's actually two circles and two squares, but sure. Yep, yep. And then Oh, you got, there it is. There it is. Why is there all these other things in there that I never asked for in the first place? Because when you sign up, they put they give it's like when you sign up for Twitter, they're like, "You want to follow Bill Gates?" <laughs> and you're like, "I don't know, sure." <laughs> but I didn't say yes to anything. I don't, I don't know. Look, that's just what comes with Reddit. It's like when you sign up for MySpace and you're already friends with Tom. You oh, didn't Tom. ask, you didn't I ask to be Tom. friends with he Tom. You nice just are. Guy. Yeah, but he was a friendly I guy. I thought Tom and I were friends. I know. Are you telling me that's not a real relationship? Yeah, possibly not. <gasps> okay. Uh, I, uh, okay. Here's the other thing, Will. When using Reddit, mm -hmm. turn off your brain, turn on your anger. And go to town. I choose not to follow a path of anger. Thank you. <laughs> well, then get off Reddit. Our subreddit's good. I'm trying to get it more active. Well, now that I know how to find it, I'll go and post all kinds of wacky things. Look, you want easy karma? You take whatever, you take the latest YouTube video or whatever, post to the subreddit, easy karma. I don't need karma. Oh, you gotta have Sorry. karma. No. When the what? world collapses... And all we have Look. to trade on the black market for milk is either going to be shiny Pokemon or karma. You got to have one or the other. Karma and the New York Times will give me the news of the day. And that's about it. I'm just holding on to my ancient Mew card for when the Dark Titan comes because that's going to be worth millions. Oh, is it going to yeah, be next course. year Bear Walker Mewtwo Skateboard? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, I dis I'm, I'm going to read this article. I disagree with it. I'm going to explain why it's going to be very logical. Nintendo and Creatures and Game Freak file for a trademark for the legendary Pokemon Entei. 
I want everyone to stop. I know what you're thinking right away. I will explain what's about to happen. <laughs> I'm going to read the article, though, which is going to say what you all are thinking, but it's wrong because this person did not do any research. I don't know why I pulled this article. At the start of the month, <laughs> Nintendo Creatures and Game Freak filed for an app trademark application for Entei as the name of the legendary fire type pocket monster that appeared in first gold and silver on the Game Boy Color. According to Poke Jungle, some fans think the trademark could be a follow-up to the 2018 Switch release Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Here are some speculations from a Pokemon subreddit. Quote, Pokemon Entei sounds a bit like a spin-off, but it could have some connection to Let's Go. End quote. This is possibly the worst article we've ever read on this podcast. Wow. Of course. No, we've read it, worse. It could be yeah. anything related to Pokemon. Just wait and see. All right. I'm not going to call out the author, but I'm just disappointed with this article. But here's the deal. I'm going to explain what's happening right now. This is not. <laughs> this is nothing to do with Let's Go Pikachu, <laughs> Let's Go Eevee. Now, let's start with step one. We, we know that the Pokemon company puts two games out at once. Why would they just do Entei? There are, exactly. Why, why is there no Raikou? Why is there no Suicune? Okay. So if we can get past that point mentally, we go to the second point. They've put Pokemon on the covers of games before. Xerneas, Evolatol, Suicune, Venusaur, Groudon, Kyogre. None of these Pokemon have been trademarked in that way. Okay, so again, we're moving away from the Let's Go stuff. <laughs> Number three, let's talk about Pokemon that have been trademarked. Not a huge list of them, but specifically we can look at something. If you've listened to the show for a long time, you probably know what I'm about to say. Uh, they have to trademark things that, that exist in a world where people physically interact with them. So this is what coined the term uh, Ultra Shiny. The reason Ultra Shiny was trademarked is because it was the name of a Japanese trading card game set that released in Japan. It came to the United States. They changed the name to Hidden Fates, which was trademarked. There have been terms in the Pokemon world that have never been trademarked in in the way we're speaking in this form of trademark. So that would be like. Cantonian, Galarian, Alolan, Shiny has never been trademarked in this way. Uh, Mega Evolution or Mega Pokemon not trademarked in that way. But there have been Pokemon themselves that have been trademarked in a specific way. So this would be like Meowth. This would be the starter Pokemon. Lapras, Rayquaza, um, and Alolan Vulpix have all been trademarked in this way. That way would be the, all those Pokemon I named are mascots of Pokemon centers. So out of every single Alolan Pokemon shown, only Alolan Vulpix was trademarked. And only out of all those Alolan Pokemon, Alolan Vulpix is a mascot of the Sapporo, Sap I believe, Pokemon Center. Um, Rayquaza, mascot of Skytree. Lapras, mascot of the Pokemon Center that opened in Taiwan. So in that sense, those Pokemon have been trademarked. So my guess would either be... My guess is that Entei is going to be a mascot of a Pokemon Center in Japan that is probably near a volcano. <laughs> is actually probably my <laughs> guess. Because it is the volcano Pokemon. 
Um, and there would be no reason to trademark a Pokemon for a toy or for a game because they've never had to do that before. There's a bunch of Alolan Vulpix merchandise that exists and cards and uh, it's in the anime a lot. But the reason they had to trademark it was because it was a mascot of a Pokemon Center. So uh, I, there's your three parts. Your, we haven't needed to trademark Pokemon. Why are Suicune and Entei not trademarked? Point number two, we've never had to trademark Pokemon that have appeared on the cover of games. And then point number three, here are the list of Pokemon that have been trademarked and they've been related to physical, real-world products like a Pokemon Center that you would visit. That's all reasonable, and it makes sense. I'm actually shocked. I'm so excited for Let's Go Entei, though. I really can't wait for Monday's announcement. <laughs> I can't. I mean, it's going to be in the mini showcase of other developers, and they're going to sneak it in in the end, because... Because Game Freak is a, is another developer, and then it's going to be um, Diamond and Pearl remakes confirmed because Entei is going to be a new mascot in um, Ultra Platinum Shiny. Uh, the only other thing I thought, which might be a stretch, because again I don't think Pokemon needed to be trademarked to be in featured in movies, but they did redo the first Pokemon movie. They did redo the second Pokemon movie, technically, technically, and both of those. <laughs> Well, the first one's not technically. They definitely redid the first Pokemon movie. The second one, they just stole the name and put Lugia in it for five seconds. (laughs) Oh, that movie's so bad. Entei is, while it is a fake Entei in the third movie, it's just an illusion created by the unknown. It is in the third movie. That would be maybe my other guess. They want to do that. Maybe. Oddly enough, the Pokemon, now that I'm thinking about that, oddly enough, the Pokemon Center also released a bunch of unknown merchandise this past week. Oh, now the pieces are coming together. But I don't think you, I don't think you need a trademark for movie, though. Because if if they did. We don't know law. Except for Greg's lawyers. Yeah. Well, my my doctorate mastery of lawyering that i have mm. but i don't deal i don't deal in movie lawyering i only ah. deal in podcast lawyering so question of the week <laughs> <laughs> question question gotta ask the question everybody's looking for the question of the week this is from Franco from our Slack community. If a po- if the Pokemon company came knocking, what job would each of you want to do there? Ooh, this is CEO. CEO. <laughs> Look, they're coming to knocking. They're asking me what job. I want to be CEO. Be I want to drive. I'm going to drive this ship and correct the course. I'm going to fix the trees. I'm going to cut Pokemon left and right. We're going to ditch that normal type. Sorry, Steven. We're going to make so many quality of life improvements. We're going to add more rocks because it's going to annoy Steve. All of it. I have a bold vision. And then we're going to start the massive Pokemon MMO project. And then I will be fired in 2023. But that's fine because I made my mark on the world. Uh, I would like to work in um, story and basically production that way of actually contributing to the actual cohesiveness of an actual good Pokemon story. Just, you know, Mm. I I don't have big dreams. I'll I'll be happy to work in the background. 
this probably sounds dumb. I would want to be the dude that is in charge of making sure every all like all the pieces fit together of like this is how we say the Pokemon's name. This is the, oh. this is the Pokemon's like lore. This is how it's connected. This is legendary. This is mythical. This is Ultra Beast. This is Baby. This is Starters. Why do so you want to you want to write the continuity manual? Yeah, continuity. Why, like, That's why what you did do. they say the Red Gyarados in the one episode, and then like four episodes later they say shiny, which happened recently? I don't want to spoil it for anyone for the Netflix stuff, but. Greg knows what I'm talking about. Oh, yes. I mean, I kind of get why they said red. Yeah. I mean, it was red colored. But I, mm, the whole, I texted you about this in spoiler territory. All right. Can we put, can we put a spoiler warning for, for the spoiler, first, like, spoiler, spoiler, this, this spoiler warning for the fi- first 15 episodes of Pokemon Journeys on Netflix. All right. So in episode 12. You, 13. 13. No, it's 12 and 13, technically. Because they, they leave a cliffhanger. Right? Okay. Anyways. Well, because they leave the cliffhanger. Yeah, so 12, and, so 12 to 13 is the Dreadnought cliffhanger. Right, yeah. And then the introduction of the one character is in 14. Right. Right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so in episode 12, Ash and Go get tickets to see the world championship. Yep. And that is between Lance, the dragon type trainer from the uh, why am I why am I explaining who Lance is? You, Lance everybody is, knows who Lance is. <laughs> Lance, Lance is the dragon guy that doesn't have enough dragon types. Correct. Next. Against Leon. Just side note, Lance's voice actor, I wasn't impressed with Leon's voice actor. Very good. Yeah. Are we I even, agree with that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so it ended up being Charizard, obviously from Leon versus Gyarados, which yeah. When at first I was like, why is this not Dragonite? And then I was like, well, that's nice because the reason Lance has Gyarados is because of like Lance appears in the like a rage and helps save the Gyarados and like gets rid yeah. of all the like. It's a really nice nod to you know the con- the continuity. The, I don't know the continuation from red and blue to gold and silver, and it's. A shiny Gyarados, it's the red one, again, like a rage, yep. and it sparkles, kind of like the X and Y sparkles when it comes out. Ash, is it either Ash or Go-Go? Wow, a red Gyarados. Yeah, I think it's Go. I guess technically in, Di- so in Diamond and Pearl, no, I know there's, a, we're not talking about remakes here, I know people are like, Diamond and Pearl, yeah, blah, 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 yeah, yeah, in the, if, if you remember the beginning of the game. If you went to, like, the TV, I think, bef- before you, like, went on your adventure, it would say, or, or was it the TV or was it the radio? One of the two would be, like, we we heard reports or whatever from, like, a Red Gear. It specifically says Red Gyarados. Yeah, it does. Um, and it's, like, really subtle, and if you're not paying attention uh, or you haven't played the beginning of Diamond Pearl in the last, like, 15 years, you probably don't remember that part because it's so insignificant. So that's my only maybe reason why they decided to say Red Gyarados. Also, Gen 4 Remakes confirmed. Yeah, but it's going to be called Let's Go Entei. Right. But be placed in Gen 4. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're breaking all the patterns. Yeah, so Greg texted me and said, have they ever said the word shiny in an anime episode out loud? And I cannot remember. 
I couldn't think of one. Even when not even when Noctowl was shiny that entire season. They said yeah. special. They said special or clever little Noctowl. Um, and then I remember Lily has shiny spoilers for older episodes of the anime. Lily has a shiny Magearna. Which no one really knew what was shiny until the Pokemon home files got released. Because Magearna technically didn't have a shiny that we knew of. But so everyone was like, oh, her Magearna is just a weird color, which is not weird for the anime. Because remember, like the pink Butterfree from the first season that wasn't shiny. <laughs> so that wasn't inherently weird. But they didn't acknowledge it was shiny. And then I remember the, um, what's his name? Like Horror. Oracopus or whatever. The he's like the what? evil. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> he's no the clue. evil dude who who appears at the end of the season twenty anime and uh Sophocles. Sophic I can't remember his name right now. Sophocles <laughs> races his charger bug against him. But his charger bug his charger bug is shiny. But they never acknowledge it. They don't even like acknowledge that he's holding a, like a Pokemon. They're just like he just has. I'm looking up his name. Horace Horacio. Horatio. 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 Is that a real name? Yes. yes. Horatio Hornblower, which will forever not be Horcaplus Hornblower. <laughs> There's not even a C in that. <laughs> he has a shiny charger bug. But they, they never say it. At least, unless he comes back uh, later. I, think I explained a, I, I to think... you why they never point out that Yeah, I think Horcopus is a one and done. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so in episode 14... It's uh, it's the episode where they go to Unova. They say it really fast and really aggressively. Yeah. Unova. Unova. Uh, they're in the Unova region, and uh, Ash and Go f- save. Oh gosh, what is that dude's name? His name is like Jimmy or something. They save. They save this dude from a Cofagrigus. Yes, and they say it correctly in the anime. People. Yes. Cofagrigus. Who's saying Cofagrigus wrong at this point? Oh, there is a certain complete Pokedex rap that a certain popular internet person did, and they say it completely wrong, ruining the entire thing. I don't know what that is. Anyways. Yeah, fine. <laughs> there's two t- There's two Cofagrigus, and the, little, the boy pops out, and then a blue Psyduck pops out. A shiny Psyduck. And G- I think it's Go goes, wow, a blue Psyduck. Yeah. And then uh, the boy, maybe, maybe the, maybe just, I, I can't imagine that go, like, they know what, when he explains what a shiny is, he goes, oh, this is the first, my first Pokemon, I'm pretty sure his exact words are, my first Pokemon was a shiny Pokemon. Yeah. Well, because they, they quiz him why he, because he says he's only going to fill out his Pokedex by collecting shiny. And he says. And he has like, you're... he has like 10 Pokemon. Yeah, he says, when, you're first, when the first Pokemon you encountered was a shiny Pokemon, it's a sign that you should follow that path or something. And that's when I texted Steve. I'm like, what, what, what? They actually said these words. Do you think there's people out there who, like, when sh- starters aren't shiny locked, their first 
one that they pick is shiny and they don't even realize it? Oh, maybe. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Well, they sell, they sell how many? Like 15 million games? <laughs> one in 8,000 chance? At least prior to Gen 6, there are tons of people that probably have shinies that have no clue what they are. All right, I'm pulling up, I'm pulling up the episode here. His name is... There's like a there's like four new characters in this episode. That's yeah, why it's there's hard. a there's, lot of there's, characters there's that are introduced. Girl with the metatite. There's the there's yep. the dude with the sparkly eyes who's awesome, and they don't yep. give him enough time. Shane. His name is Shane. Shane. Shane Seeker. <laughs> his last yep. name is Seeker. Uh, okay, so um, according to Bulbapedia here, this episode is marks the first appearance of a number of species with long abst- absences. Uh, Meditite was uh, 565 episodes ago. Cofagrigus was 378 episodes ago. Yamas, 300 episodes. Slack. Wait, there's a Slack off in this episode? Oh, because he's in the Pokedex. Yeah. 298 episodes ago. Woobat. Also, can we. Oh, hold on. Ash got really excited to catch the Woobat. <laughs> I know. Out of all of the Pokemon so far in this, ep- and in this in the series, like the first one where he's like very excited for it is like, oh, a Woobat. This one's mine. <laughs> what are you doing, man? <laughs> uh, this episode features the most shiny Pokemon in an anime, a total of five. Four of them only appear through images. Yeah. So it doesn't say anything about this is the first time they use the term shiny. So if if you know, if the, you can it, think of an yeah. episode, please let us I know. I can't think of a time in the anime that they specifically said shiny and referred to multiple shinies. They've oh. always called them, oh, that's a blue or that's a red. Yeah. I can't Special. think of until this time. But now, you know, shiny confirmed, like, official anime. I mean, I guess it's how people would talk, though, right? Like, if you don't know what a shiny is, and you're playing Pokemon Go, and it sparkles, and you're not informed, you would probably be like, oh, I, I, got, I got a blue, I got a pink whale. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's normally blue. So I guess that makes sense. But, like, once he started explaining shinies, Ash and Go were like, oh, yeah, we know what oh, those yeah, are. yeah, we know all about that. But, that, like, but then who in the world officially dubbed them shiny like there's a we need to explore the deep lore of who 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 first named them in the world was it shane did shane go on uh pokemon world reddit and say i am called calling these shiny and did he get upvoted for it oh no (laughs) is that the only thing that matters in this world is getting upvotes yep yeah 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 yeah. karma totes well I'm, I must not exist in this world because I don't think I've ever gotten an upvote in my entire existence. So Sh- I'll give you an upvote. So Shane has a shiny Onyx, a shiny Swinub, a shiny Slackoth, and a shiny Bagon. Yep. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> he said he just started, too. Yeah, and he's like, what, maybe 12? So and he's been running around in circles for a while. And then I liked when they were doing the, the battle against Golurk. They're like, oh, yeah. we, we got a raid battle. And he's like, ah, oh, it's not shiny. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I'm out. I don't care. I'm out of this one. Uh, it's pretty good. Also, still spoiler territory. Is Golurk permanently stuck in that transformed? Was that what we learned at the end? No, he- I think he caught it. He caught it. But when they released it in the park, it still didn't have legs. Oh, I haven't gotten that far. 
I don't know. How did you not finish the episode? Oh, wait. Park? Oh, yeah, the, you mean yeah. in the... I thought he was just resting. Yeah, he still doesn't have legs, though. Hey, look. He's I still have... in the non-like form. He's I'm a like, ghost. Is it... He can make his legs vanish. I suppose. You don't know what ghosts can and cannot do. <laughs> you don't make the ghost rules. We need we need to consult Horkopus. <laughs> yeah, get Horkopus on the phone. Get Horkopus on the line and find out what what really is. Also, they spell it. They spell Horatio wrong in the anime because they spell it with a C. See, I told you it was a C, and then that's why I was trying to say it that way. <laughs> There's still no puss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know where that part came from. But I would, I would like going back to the question. I was like, "How did we get here? How did we you get here?" You would like to be in charge of continuity. Yes, I would like to okay. be in charge of continuity. When I'm CEO, I will put you in charge of continuity. I will, I feel like I feel like at the Pokemon Company, from the outside, we probably this is this is how it is for every game, right? From the outside, you're like, oh, they clearly had an obvious plan. But on the inside... <laughs> on the inside, it's chaos. Yeah, I'm sure it's all chaos. And somebody's on the phone being like, how do we say this giant <laughs> green dragon from the sky? Which is the right way? Raymond Quasar. Uh, I'm sure. So I'm you, what you want to write is you want to write the official Pokemon continuity Bible. The one that everybody yeah. has to consult right on anything pokemon related yep, i want perfect th these are all the babies these are all the ultra beasts i'm still in the camp that cosmog is not an ultra beast i know people think it is i'm still in the camp i want to also state that one of the arguments used against me was well they say the the, the professor goes well that that looks like an ultra beast and literally in the same episode like 10 minutes later the the narrator goes we still don't know if Cosmog is an Ultra Beast. <laughs> no one gave me that part of the episode. They just gave me the part of the episode where she says, I think it's an Ultra Beast. Uh, I still don't think Cosmog's an Ultra Beast. I'm going to die on that hill. You just think it's what? It's a legendary Pokemon. Because that's why it was featured in the Year of Legendary. So here, here, are, my, so, here, here are my arguments. Okay. okay, so... Aether Foundation believes it's a type of Ultra Beast because it can open Ultra Wormholes. Yes. And your thing is the Ultra Wormhole is just a weird power that this legendary has? Mm-hmm. Is that accurate? Yes. Okay. Well, I you're wrong. I, it's agree, an Ultra I agree with Steve. Because, <laughs> because Cosmog evolves into Lunala or Solgaleo, which are the legendary Pokemon of Alola. Yeah. If it was an Ultra Beast, then it wouldn't be in their traditions. When they did the Year of Legendary, which was 2018, because the Year of Mythical was 2016, featured Lunala, Sogalio, Type Null, Silvalli, Cosmog, Cosmoam, but no Ultra Beasts on that list. Is there, was there another Legendary? All the Tapus. All the Tapus were part of the Year of Legendary. Just like your Rayquaza, your... Cresselia, your Articuna, your Zapdos. All the legendaries were featured. No Ultra Beasts were featured. Necrozma was also featured on that list. So that's point one. On the official Pokemon.com, they have no Ultra Beasts under the year legendary. Number two is every Ultra Beast has Beast Boost. Cosmo, Cosmoam, Lunala, Sogaleo, Necrozma, none of them know Beast Boost. There's not an Ultra Beast that doesn't know Beast Boost. And there's an exception here. I'll get to. 
Mm, the exception's going to get you. Number three is that the Beast Ball does not increase or work on Lunala or Solgaleo when you catch it in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon after the game, because you don't catch it pre in that game. And it does not work on Necrozma either. We know that from both games, that the Beast Ball doesn't work on these Pokemon. Okay, so number four is in the TCG, an official Pokemon product, all of the Ultra Beast in the game have a red GX text, and all the non-Ultra Beast have black GX text. It's very subtle, but there is not a single Cosmog, Cosmoam, Lunala, Necrozma, or Solgaleo card that has the red Ultra Beast text. Some of the cards just flat out say Ultra Beast on them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this gets into the exception. The only exception is when Necrozma changes form to Ultra Necrozma. That card specifically says Ultra Beast, but there's not a single Solgaleo or Lunala card that says Ultra Beast unless... Okay. It's Ultra Necrozma or unless unless Necrozma takes over Solgaleo and Lunala... But that is still Necrozma, which is the just the general exception to the rule, right? Because when it's Dawnwings or Duskmane, it is still Necrozma in both the games and the TCG and all this stuff, right? So if anyone is the weird exception, it's Necrozma. It's not Sogaleo Lunala. They just op- they're just the they just open the wormholes. Yeah. So is the idea that Ultra Necrozma becomes an Ultra Beast because it goes back to that dimension and it wasn't an ultra beast before then yes so necrozma is the absence of light so that's why that's why it comes in sun oh gosh in in ultra sun ultra moon that's what it's looking for it's like going to absorb the sun and all the light in the alola region to get its pure its original form back right yeah but it's not an ultra beast until it goes well, that's to why I, the other dimension is that is that what we're saying? No, because in the in the in the ultra wormhole, it also doesn't have its form, right? In both Alola and in the wormholes, it's it it's not an ultra form until. I, what happens at the top of the tower when you climb? Who gives it energy? I don't remember what happens. <laughs> I know you fight it, but I don't remember how it gets all the energy. I don't either. Here's the secret. The real revelatory secret that you all have to know. I think, Steve, you have to close your ears because I don't think you can handle this. Oh, yeah. It's all completely arbitrary and made (laughs) up. And none of it has to be could because you do not work for TPCI yet. Not yet. There is no continuity, consistency. You, you slap whatever labels you want on it. Tomorrow, they'll change their minds and put a different label on it. It's completely arbitrary. The, there is no grand physics of the Pokemon universe. There's no grand taxonomy. Today, I'm an Ultra Beast. Tomorrow, I'm a <laughs> Mythical. It's, you're, you're, you're losing money. By spending thought power thinking about these things. This is all correct. (laughs) (laughs) 
Necrozma is not this weird exception though, right? Meltan is a mythical Pokemon that can evolve. Manaphy is a mythical Pokemon that can breed. You know, there wasn't pe legendary Pokemon that could evolve. And then, you know, we have Type Null. Probably something else, right? Type Null evolves. Uh, something else evolves. I mean, Cosmog evolves. Yeah. Cosmog, yeah, Cosmog evolves. So, there's definitely exceptions. There's all these exceptions. It's fine. But there ain't no one, at least that I know of, at the Pokemon Company trying to put all these together and keep it straight. <sighs> Someday that will be your job. Yep. Pokemon of the week. <sighs> All right. I, I'm so disappointed. I almost didn't want to give a new Pokemon this week just because literally no one was able to guess, or at least none of the people that normally write to me to get, give me their guesses of what the Pokemon of the week is. I, I didn't get none of that. And I literally could not have made this any easier. And I will say before I repeat the clue from last week, the thing that I think I've said numerous times, forgive me if I have never said this before, but I think I have, uh, you have to listen to all of the words that I say, because if you listen to all of the words, then you'll get it. And this is like, and I will throw back to last week, which I didn't mention for Amora. Literally, the first thing I said was, I wanted to write 680 words, 680 more words for this, but here are 18. If you add 680 to 18, you get 698, which is the Pokedex number for Amora. I could not have made that easier for you people. Anyways, this week's... I thought the Amora one was easy. I'm so angry. This week's clue is one letter of all the Pokemon, unless I am grievously mistaken, there is only one that can in any language... Let me repeat that part. In any language, be clearly identified by one letter. All right, gentlemen, give me your guesses. It's... Chatta. <laughs> it's not Chatta. Um, I don't know. This one's unknown to me. <sighs> well, it's not unknown. I know. <laughs> All right. Let me give you a little more... Uh, little more background. Um, how many languages is Pokemon available in? 18. 12. No, it's like six, dude. Are we talking TCG or... <laughs> oh, we're talking... <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon is available in Japanese, French, Spanish, German, Italian, Korean, Cantonese, Chinese, Mandarin, Chinese, I guess Hindi and Thai. That's new to me, but... Of all those languages, do they all use the Latin alphabet? The answer is no. They don't use the Latin alphabet in Japanese or Chinese or Korean. But when this particular Pokemon's name is written using Japanese writing, Korean writing, Chinese writing, they always use the Roman letter Z. No matter what language you look at, Porygon Z, there's always a Z in its name. And that would be the Pokemon of the week. And also, it's Dagnabbit Porygon Community Day this weekend. <laughs> but it's Porygon Corrupted 2. Por oh, okay. <laughs> That's not a letter. That's a Corrupted oh, 2. Okay, okay, sure. I typed in Pokemon wow. Z, not Porygon Z. That game Porygon Z. 
Yeah, no, there was no Pokemon XYZ now. It's wow. Zygarde. Uh, it is the first trivia of on Bulbapedia. Porygon Z is the only Pokemon whose Japanese name is spelled with a special character from a foreign alphabet. There you go. Porygon Z weighs exactly <laughs> as much as Dawn. <laughs> what? It shares similarities with Weavile and Alolan Marowak. The These are the important facts that you need to know. Dubious disc applies implies that Porygon Z, unlike its pre-evolution, was not authorized by Silphco. In Poke Park Wii Pikachu's Adventure, see, this is why they need to hire me. This right here. This is it. In Poke Park Wii's Pikachu Adventure, Porygon Z is referred to as a he, even though Porygon, Porygon is genderless. The, these are the details I'm there for. We got to make sure they say they. Not he. Yes, not absolutely. She. This is a genderless Pokemon. There's no heart on its tail. There's no, there's no heart on its butt. Not that we not know that of. You know, maybe in the future. <laughs> in addition to, in addition, despite never appearing in the anime outside of a brief cameo, it did receive an anime voice in an aforementioned game, like every other. Po- oh, are they talking? Wait, what? Tri- what? Oh, wait, what? This is a sub point to. Pokey Park. I, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's like the most bizarre trivial trivia ever. So in Poke in Poke Park, do they say like do they say their name like they do in the anime? I don't remember. Oh, they yeah. probably I think they do. Yeah. So that's what they're saying is since it was never in the anime where it spoke. They had it to It does say I'm assuming Porygon Z, Porygon Z in the game. Yeah. I think that's what they're that saying. It actually says Porygon Z. Um, it should be Cor- Porygon 2-2. Since <sighs> no leveling up is required, Porygon or Porygon 2 or Porygon Z can all be uh, evolved twice at level 1. Porygon Z is tied with Drampa and Mega Pidgeot. Ooh, look at that timing, Will. <laughs> <laughs> For the highest base special attack of all normal type Pokemon. Oregon and its pre-evolutions are the only Pokemon where all three members can learn both Hyper Beam and Giga Impact. I like Porygon Z a lot. Probably one yes. of the better things that came out of Gen 4. What's funny it, is that it's considered to be a corruption when yep. it's actually got better art than the original Porygon 2. I don't know. Oh, well, I guess maybe because it's like Rayman and the parts yeah. have all kind of come apart. Yeah. It's clearly broken. Its eyes are all googly. messed up. Googly. Yeah. Although the shuffle icon's really good. Its its tail is down. Its arms are up. It's, it's having know. some issues, but it's got a sweet, sweet shiny. And how is its uh, shuffle icon? Sweet. It's really good. good. You, get, you, get that real, you get that real googly eye. Let mm-hmm. me also express uh, additional disappointment in our Slack community because one day last week they were literally talking about Porygon in the general channel and I put in the statement, boy, you guys, shouldn't this conversation be in Pokemon of the Week? And then like five of them moved over to Pokemon of the Week and started questioning what could the Pokemon <laughs> of the Week be? And I was like, did you not notice that you were all just talking about Porygon? Wow! Pay attention. You got to be quick around Will Anderson, Look, but not I that think... quick. I have high expectations, dude. I think the Slack 
community was more focused when they were all actually at their jobs avoiding work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. For and sure. now that they're at home, we feel like the work. <laughs> and they're looking for other distractions. Well, like let me clowns. give you this week's distraction. Uh, obviously, since Porygon Z was far too hard for everyone, uh, we're going extra simple this week. <laughs> chat up. Chat up. No, we've already done chat out this year. This year. While last week's Pokemon of the Week could be identified by just one letter, this week's psychic type Pokemon is represented by every letter, letter of the Latin alphabet, including some punctuation. You will also note that the Galarian alphabet does not use transcriptions of these Pokemon, as this Pokemon has not yet been found in Galar. While this Pokemon is not particularly popular in the traditional Pokemon cartridge games, it is quite sought after in Pokemon Go. It has only been released, and in restricted quantities, to correspond with special events. I mean, come on now, folks. No clue. Oh, yeah. Mystery. What a mystery. This is C definitely a question mark H exclamation point a moment. T-O-T. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, there are, there are no chatots in Galar. That's our episode for the week. Uh, giveaway in show notes. If for some reason you're a huge Amazon music fan, I'm sure somebody is, and you do all your listening in Amazon music, uh, Amazon Music now supports podcast, and we are in the podcast tab. I don't know, tab, button, thing. Uh, so if you want to listen there, you can if you want. I mean, you made it to the end of the episode, so somehow you're listening to us. Reddit, r slash super effective. Twitter, PKMNCast. Instagram, PKMNCast. Twitch, PKMNCast. YouTube, PKMNCast. Pretty easy. Probably got it. Some really great YouTube videos went up this past week. Uh, there's a video of me showing you how to properly do the game corner and get jackpot every single time in Fire Red Leaf Green, which if you want, comes full circle. Comes full circle, listeners. If you want to get that Porygon in Fire Red Leaf Green, I can show you how to get nine, 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 nine. Oh, man. It's this a, again? It's a great video. Put a lot of work into it. Master polls on YouTube as well. My goal is to get the YouTube to ten thousand before the end of the year. We're at like, oh yeah, we're at like six five. I think it's doable. It's doable. Ten ten thousand watts. Uh, they're subscribers. Okay. <laughs> Which is different you than a Twitch subscriber because those people are paying, and the YouTube ones are. I don't know why they're just not called follows. I don't know. Greg is at White Wing. Will is at Washing the Sink. I am at Dragging a Lake. Hopefully you had a good Porygon weekend. We will be back next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super, super effective. Super <laughs> <laughs> Porcupus. Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> I love that character, Horkapus, with his Pokemon Horkapus Horkapush Homeblower Z is the greatest character that uh, Dorkins ever came up with. Thank you for listening to another episode of It's Super Effective. A shout out to our producers this episode. Kevin, Casey, Liam, Patrick, Jetsy, Matthew, Kay, Catherine, Steph, and Courtney. And a shout out to our executive producers of Spencer and Anthony. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. If you too want to support, if I cannot talk, if you too want to support this podcast, you can head over to patreon.com slash it's super effective, or you can just head to ise.cash and you can support us as well. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week.